this time next year. Written and read by Liz Hines. 7th of August. I've been to the pub with Pippa and Bev. The sole topic of conversation for the evening was how to find a new man for Alice. Bev was grinning ecstatically and could hardly wait for us to get our bottle of wine and settle in the corner before bursting out with, I have a plan. Pippa and I looked at each other nervously. Bev's great plans usually involve something illicit, illegal or fattening. OK, Bev, Pippa said cautiously, tell us more. Bev leaned forward and said, Internet dating. And then sat back, folding her arms across her chest, waiting for the plaudits. What do you think of that? Great idea, yeah? Hmm, Pippa said. She thought for a moment and then carried on. You might have something here, Bev. Bev looked as pleased as a dog with a wet nose. See, what did I tell you? This will be the answer to all Alice's problems. I suspect I have rather more problems than she realises, but I decided to keep quiet until Pippa had pronounced fuller judgment. I don't know about all Alison's problems, but it certainly could be a way for her to meet a new man. And she doesn't have to restrict herself to one. That's the beauty of it. She can flirt with dozens, choose which ones to meet up with, and the rest never need know. Hmm. Pippa seemed surprisingly taken with the idea. Hang on a minute, I said. You seem to have forgotten something important. They both looked puzzled. I pointed out that me not having a computer might be a flaw in this great plan. But Bev had anticipated this. Adam has one, doesn't he? Yes, Ooh, but that would involve me going into his bedroom. So? Oh, I don't go in there if I can avoid it. You must go in sometimes to clean, Pippa said. I didn't want to tell her that I don't, so smiled enigmatically. You don't, do you? Oh, Alison, how can you live knowing that germs are festering in that room? I like to work on the Turner Principle. The what? The Turner Principle, as discovered by Alison Turner, Doctor of Creative Houseworking. The principle that says that mould that grows on dirty plates must surely contain enough penicillin to kill 99% of household bugs. They looked at me for a moment, then Bev laughed, and Pippa tutted. Anyway, I said, Adam will be off to uni soon, and will be taking his computer with him. That's all right, Bev said. Don't worry, Pippa. I expected some negativity from our victim, and I have a backup plan. She paused to let the impact of her words sink in. A backup plan, Pippa said. Your victim, I said. I didn't mean victim, it just slipped out. I meant, oh, you know, you know what I meant. Anyway, so my backup plan, there's always the library. The last time I went to the library, I said, it was full of old men reading the sun and greasy-haired students catching up on sleep. I don't think either of those groups is likely to proffer much hope in the way of a new man. No, you idiot. I mean, they have internet access there. And it's free. I'm to be taken to the library on Saturday and taught to surf. I hope it's easier than skating. I broke my ankle doing that. 
8th of August. Young Mr. D pointed out that my leave year ends on 31st of August and that, as I took so little leave in the previous year, I am ending this year with more leave left than I should have started it with. Don't you think it's time you took a holiday, Alison? I was about to say no one to go with, but thought better of it. I don't want to appear like Alison Nomates. I could go on my own, I suppose. But the idea doesn't particularly appeal. I suppose I will just take time off and spend it in the garden if the weather's nice, or in the house if not. There's plenty to do in both. I've been promising myself that I would redecorate the bedroom ever since Brian left. I told young Mr D I would take the last two weeks in August. Adam gets his results on the 14th, so there will be lots to do after that, getting him ready for university. And it'll be good to spend some quality time with him before he goes. Maybe we could take some day trips together to Bath or Western Supermare. I've never been to Weston, but it has a certain old-fashioned, seasidey sort of sound about it. Later. It turns out that Adam is going camping in Newquay with his friends straight after he gets his results. That's fine. It's good for him to go away with his friends. It's nice that he has friends to go away with. I might as well look on teletext, see what last-minute bargains I can find. I found plenty of bargain breaks to Boston, family deals in Mallorca and weekend breaks in Prague. But nothing saying, miserable, depressed, lonely... Come to us for the holiday of a lifetime with other sad, lonely people. After a phone call. It's settled. I'm going to Tenby with Mum and Dad for a week. Mum phoned and when she asked if I were busy, I foolishly said, No, I was only looking for a holiday. I'd forgotten that they always go to their caravan for the last week of August. Still, I hadn't been to Tenby for many years and it'll be a break. In fact, it'll be nice to be looked after for a change. 9th of August, Saturday. Bev accompanied me to the library first thing. She got me installed on a computer, showed me what to do, then had to rush off and leave me. It was a relief when she went. I was able to have a good look round. I haven't been to the library for a long time, and how things have changed. It's all done by magic machines now, with not a date stamp in sight. I always fancied being a librarian. As a child, I spent hours thumping my books, practising the wrist action. Then as I got older, the books I read always featured librarians, who were encouraged by the handsome hero, who the librarian thought was in love with glamorous but bitchy rich girl, to let down their hair and take off their glasses and, my word, Miss Jones, but you're beautiful. I was thinking this when a hair-bunned, bespectacled lady peered over my shoulder. Everything all right? Uh, yes, thank you, fine, I said, trying to lean forward to conceal the screen. The librarian looked around furtively, crouched down and whispered, I find dating for prose a good sight. All professional people like ourselves. She managed to resist winking before she slunk off. So I tried dating for prose. Like most of the others, it required me to register before letting me beyond its golden portals. I'm rather anxious about taking such a step. If I give them my details, will they ever leave me alone again? Or will they send me letters by post with 
dating for prose on the outside for the postman to see and laugh at. I decided not to commit myself, but so that the visit to the library wasn't a complete waste of time, I took out two books from the highly recommended stand. One called Zing Into Your Life, the other called Meditation for Beginners. I feel they are far more likely to be of use to me than internet dating. Tea time. When Bev phoned to find out how I'd got on, I told her I decided against it. I expected her to object strenuously, but she just said, we'll see. I've already flipped through Zing Into Your Life. It includes lots of handy exercises to build your self-esteem, restore your confidence and make you the person you know you ought to be. This will be far more useful than spending time on the computer trying to find a man. I think I'll do an exercise now. Later. No wonder my marriage collapsed. I am no use to anyone. It's true, I am a failure. I can see it all clearly now, having done the exercise in the book. I had to go through a list of statements and tick the ones that applied to me. They all said things like, I am capable and I am well organised. Not one said, well, I tried hard. Trying, obviously, is not enough. Perhaps I should have it on my gravestone. Here lies Alison Turner. She tried her best. Unfortunately, it wasn't good enough. I shall return this book to the library on Monday and ask the librarian if they have a list of non-recommended books. For now, I'll see what the other book is like. I'm sure that relaxation and meditation will do me more good anyway. Much later. The relaxation technique described in the book is very effective. I've only just woken up and it's nearly midnight. I didn't manage to do any meditating, but I'm sure that will come, if I can stay awake long enough. After midnight. That's the problem with dozing in the evening. It makes it impossible to sleep properly afterwards. I'll use the time sensibly and try meditating. I'm finding it hard to concentrate on emptying my mind. Odd, as that normally comes to me quite naturally. Thoughts keep crowding in, like how tired I am. I wonder what's on television now. What's that creaky noise? I wonder if Adam's eaten all the crisps, as well as all the biscuits. Why do they call them nice biscuits? And how am I supposed to concentrate when I'm so hungry? Still awake at 1am. Definitely can't sleep now, not with crisp crumbs under me. We'll move over to Brian's side. Everything looks different from over here. Crispits have followed me though. How is it possible for one small packet of crisps to make such a mess? I'll have to get up and shake the duvet and wipe the sheet. I'm never going to get any sleep tonight. 10th of August, Sunday. Bev and Pippa were here all afternoon. Both appear to have gone deaf. Either that or they are ignoring me when I say, I am not going to join a dating site. They insist I need a photo of me to register and they're ignoring my concerns. I'm not sure I want my face to be seen by millions or tens of men on a dating site. There could be perverts out there. Don't be stupid, Alice. It'll be fine as long as you're careful, Bev said. Yes, Pippa said. And we'll be backing you up all the way. Out of gratitude to them for their friendship, 
I dug some photos out of the memory chest. Oh, my gosh, Alice, don't you look young there? Oh, were you really that slim? I suppose curly perms were fashionable then. Where did you get that skirt? When I could take no more, we all sat back and heaved a collective sigh. I think this is the best, I said, holding up my favourite photo. They do have laws about false misrepresentation even on the internet, you know, Alice. What do you mean, false misrepresentation? It is me. Yeah, 20 years ago. It's hardly a true likeness now. I think it's quite nice. Precisely. Don't worry, Alison, Pippa intervened. We anticipated this. Yeah, I've brought Simon's digital camera with me. These cameras are brilliant. We should be able to get a really flattering shot of you. After two hours of turning this way and that, smiling, pouting, pout, I said, not snarl, and posing to their satisfaction, I was finally shown the result of their labour. I can put aside my concerns about my safety. There can't be too many serial killers out there with a dot cotton fetish. I look terrible. I think it's rather good. Me too, at least it hides your double chin. And your wrinkles. I'm seriously considering finding myself some new friends. These are definitely past their use-by date. 13th of August, Wednesday. Adam's results are out tomorrow. I offered to go into work late so I could take him into school to pick them up, but he said it was OK. He and Sophie were going in together in her car. He needs two Bs and a C for Exeter, his first choice. He is perfectly capable of getting that, but I wish he had shown slightly more earnestness in his revision. 14th of August, Thursday. 2.05pm. He got three Bs. I always knew my son was cleverer than he appears. I'm so pleased for him. I phoned Pippa. Luke got two A's and a B. She hid a disappointment over the B well. What clever children we have. Muriel was as pleased as could be. She has always had a soft spot for Adam. Young Mr. D said to give Adam his congratulations and now did I think there was any chance of me being able to concentrate enough to reprint the letter I did this morning. Uh, Mr. Banstead is an amiable old gentleman, he said, but unfortunately the same can't be said for his wife. She has been known to write to the Ombudsman for less serious mistakes. I had addressed the letter to Mr. and Mrs. Bumstead.